10.02, Sports Radio 92.9, The Game. If you're driving around the great city of Atlanta, Georgia, we really appreciate you listening to us. And uh, we are the uh, 100,000-watt home of Atlanta United, home of the Atlanta Hawks, home of the Atlanta Falcons, and home of the biggest ratings in the history of this city for sports radio. Like crazy numbers. And I know. Because I used to be on a radio station whose signal, if you drove past American Pie at 285, um, you'd start hearing a Spanish station in Albuquerque. Because that's how bad the old signal, 790 The Zone, was. So I knew, like, hey, guys, we're going to fight the fight. We've got no signal here. You have all the talent. you got the signal. Um, and and uh, just the, the, the city just embraces this format so much over here, at least. Um, so the ratings have been spectacular on the Steakhouse, on the Morning Shift, on Dukes and Bell, and on Andy and Randy, and, of course, Nighttimes as well, where we do a fabulous job, whether that's uh, Fricky or Chuckery or Abe or whoever's Chris Thomas. It's a, lot, it's a lot of testosterone. Then you have Sandy and you have Tiffany. You have these two you know, powerhouse right. women. These two powerhouse women were bringing it home. So um, I want to get to this Jay Williams stuff in a second because I didn't – comment on it last week. It's uh, We're right smack in the middle of high school basketball tournament, right? Moments that will live forever. How well do you remember your high school football playoff games at Peachtree Ridge? Yeah, we had a great run my senior year. How old was the program when you were by your senior year? We were in our fourth year. And you were competitive in your fourth year? State champs. You guys won it all. Your uh... We got rings and trophies. Okay, so do you... What's your indelible memory? Did you play in the Dome? Yeah, we beat Warner Robins in the Dome. Damn. How did you guys get so good so fast? We had a lot of talent. No, yeah, I mean, like, where is it just coming from that area? and like who, like who We pulled from Duluth, North Gwinnett, and Collins Hill. Obviously, Cameron Hayward was on our team. Uh, Zach Graham was our quarterback. Zach played D1 basketball at Ole Miss. Sidney Haynes, Chris Douglas, a lot of good guys on defense as well. Philip Davis. What was your coach? Blair Armstrong. What was your first-year record? Uh, I didn't play my freshman year, but the first year Peachtree Ridge is open, they played a two-way schedule and went one and nine. Okay. Then we went straight to five A. We went one and nine again, and then we were all juniors and we went six and four, lost out of the playoffs to a tiebreaker, and then we made the playoffs Jeez. as a four seed and won the state championship. That's an awesome story. You don't talk about nearly as much as Rusty. <laughs> I know saying. Rusty, but again, <laughs> dude, Rusty, Rusty talks about babies that and year. memories. Yeah, babies and memories. So we had we beat uh, we beat Wheeler, number one seed. We beat Campbell, one of the best teams in the damn. nation. We beat Stevenson, Warner Robins, Roswell. We tied they Roswell did. in the state championship game, fourteen fourteen. Do you know that story? Had you heard that before? From I've, I had heard the story before about Peachtree Ridge. That's definitely crazy by a fourth year. Um, so we tied Roswell 14-14, and 2A tied that year as well, and that's when they got rid of tying in the state championship game. Say it again? We tied Roswell 14-14 to in the state championship game. So the 2A both... classification tied as well that year. So you both won state titles? Yes. Oh, okay. You didn't tell me that. but that's still I did. Crazy. I told you we got rings and trophies. Oh, okay. So I'll say this. There are going to be memories tonight, high school basketball. Um Great matchup. We were just talking about Day-Day, Holy Innocence, and Pace Academy. Um, Holy Innocence has the absolute stud. Yep, Caleb Wilson. And, uh, yeah, they're going to take on Pace, Pace, who has uh, – Charm White, who uh, – Yep, 
It's ridiculous, uh, coach. And, yeah, and then the young man Green, uh, can the KJ Green over there? Yeah, yeah like, a bunch of kids at yeah. going to go D one. My point is, there's just one of a, a bunch of games that are going to be indelible memories. You know, me and I'm going on a uh, trip to Orlando. It's a golf uh, boys trip. When is that? That is in we we have the countdown. Everybody sends like different players for That's each right, the day. Jersey number you yeah, said? Yeah, Jersey mm-hmm. number. So I think we're at 22 today. I got to see who that is. Send Jay Williams. So. Is that what his number was? At Duke. So we all played our senior we, – we quit baseball our sophomore years and all turned to lacrosse. Me and Dino and Dogsy and Porpy and the whole crew. Junior year, I think we made the playoffs. Senior year, we won the state championship. We beat Peabody in overtime. Oh, wait. Rusty's calling in to talk about his high school football days right now. So um, – but I'm saying winning that state title and remembering the parties that night – and the semifinal game against Peabody, uh, semifinal against Medfield and BPB. My point is, like, y- you can't get around how meaningful this is. And no offense to specialized AAU travel teams or playing at overtime elite or doing all these things. When you're playing with your boys, right, and you know us idiots will be sitting there in Orlando at some one of their fancy restaurants at, at, at uh, Eddie V's or, or you know, some steakhouse, and we'll be still talking about you know that game, and and the magic of and the moments that are about to happen for the state title for women's basketball and men's and all these other sports at high school tournament time. They're just you you just don't get it when you start talking about so true you know travel and homeschooling and and you know it's about getting to the next level. No, it's about creating a memory that's a lifetime memory. Speaking of specializing in sport and kind of the intense pressure that younger kids are on now when they do play, have you seen how popular Jeff Francoeur's podcast has gotten, the Pure Athlete podcast? And no, it's all centered me. around don't specialize. Like Jeff Francoeur and his co-host an get on this podcast and they bring in amazing guests and they are targeting parents to say, Hey, wow. come talk to Matt Olson. Matt Olson, how did you get to where you are? He's like, dude, I played three sports in high so, school, blah, 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 blah. Francoeur, one of the best two-sport athletes ridiculous. of all time. You know, and they come in and they just say, it's okay. And Francoeur goes, your kid is 12. They haven't even gone through puberty yet. You don't even know ask, if they're good. Ask Matt Ryan. Ask John Smoltz. Uh, who's of course. The, who's the kid we were just talking about that's a first-round pick, 300 pounds? Rusty was saying who's playing basketball right now as well. Luke Harpering, by the way, did you just see Marist? Yes, night, I did. Yes. Marist beats Riverwood. And Luke Harpering, who's going to play tight end at Georgia Tech, plays basketball at Marist, goes for, what, 28? No, he goes for 30, dropped 21 in the second half. And they beat Riverwood. And they beat Riverwood yeah. by four. You, and you, then they all won last night. Riverwood, them, the, all the teams out of their region all won last night. Yeah, you think Matt Harpin's talking about specializing? No, he's saying his kid just had a memory of a lifetime, right? So keep that stuff in mind, right? Uh, Jeff Francoeur, who maybe top three high school athlete in the history of the state. No doubt. Uh, I remember the doubleheader. I think he still has the interception record for a single season in 5A football. So I called. I know you find this hard to believe. I I called Jeff Francoeur's high school championship game on television for GPTV. Back then they didn't realize that really wasn't my sport. (laughs) But so no, I, I was. Who'd fine. they play? Who'd park? Was, play that year? I don't even remember. He had a big interception though. He was headed to Clemson to play, and of course, then the baseball team won right. in the spring. He had a doubleheader where he had like four or five home runs and closed out both games. It was insane. He's sick. I want to play. Speaking of sick, what Caitlin Clark is doing? Here was Jay Williams last week trying to convince us that Caitlin Clark isn't. 
She's not great. I am, I am unwilling, and maybe it's more the, the Kobe mentorship around me, to say that she is great yet. I think she is the most prolific scorer the game has ever seen. I hold great or the levels of immortality or the pantheon to when you win championships. I'm just be, that's just me. So Diane Taurasi, when you win three consecutive championships, two-time national player of the year, it has, to, it has to culminate with the chip. It has to. I mean, Brianna Stewart, if we're talking about GOAT legends of the game, she's won four chips. Four chips, multiple national players of the year. So I'm not saying that she's not at a high, high, high level, but for it to go to the states of immortality, in my opinion, it has to culminate with your team winning a championship. She's great. She's great. She's great. She's great. Now, okay. She's great. That's now, I would venture to say, because he mentioned Kobe Bryant's name, I would venture to say Kobe Bryant would probably be okay saying Caitlin Clark is great. He is such, it, it, he is such a, a, a stooge. Last night he did the Alabama LSU game, and Dan Schulman was like, "You want to talk about great? Is Angel Reese great? They were all there, the whole LSU team." He goes, "I told you about if you're going to be the goat, you have to win titles. If you're the goat, if you're in Tom Brady, Michael Jordan, you got no, dude. Let's go back to that cut." Okay, let's go back to that cut. Don't be a liar. You didn't say goat ever in that entire time. You never mentioned. You literally said, "I'm not going to call her great." You, 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 it, you, uh, pompous Duke apologist or 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 arrogant. Like aside from winning a title, I know one thing that would immediately make Jay Williams say Caitlin Clark is great. If she played for Duke. Oh, no doubt. Thank you. If she played that, for Duke and he, they had not won a title he, yet and she was accomplishing these things, he would say she's one of the Dan, greatest players of all time. Dan Schulman should have replayed that and said, when did you say GOAT? Nobody said GOAT. You said, if I'm going to put you in the level of great, you have to win a title. Barry Sanders, he wasn't great. <laughs> Charles, Dan Marino, not great. Charles, Charles Barkley, Barkley, not great. Not great. Carl Malone? Carl Malone, he's not great. That is such nonsense. And I don't know what this is, this backlash of, okay, you want Cheryl Miller, Caitlin Clark, I don't know who's a better player. Joanna Taurasi, here's what I know. Caitlin Clark has impacted women's basketball and women's sports more than any athlete in the last 50 years. There's never been anything like it. She, she is absolutely transcending how men watch women's college basketball. And she is a spectacular Great, great, great with a capital G basketball player, okay? And she's a greater player than Angel Reese, even though she doesn't have a ring. And she's probably a greater player than Cheryl Swoops, who also wanted to throw shade at her. Like, why, how can you say that the word great? You're a liar. When you got on there last night, I'm watching that Kentucky game, and he goes, I'm talking about Pantheon. I'm talking about GOAT. Mount no, no, Rushmore. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, wanna... all you said was that she's not great. Hey, that's 100% what he said. Right? Thank you. You but, just played the cut. Right. We played the, And that's what I said last night to Dayton. And how dare he throw Kobe's name in like, there? That, I was oh, like, yeah. what are you oh, talking about? Oh, that's my about? credibility. Yeah. It's my Mamba mentality. I know, dude. Because you and Kobe's careers, they mirror each other. You yeah, know? Kobe right. was the biggest uh, advocate for advocate. women. No, yes. No, like, no, come dude. on. Do you know what Kobe, if he was alive, would be doing with his daughters? Going to Iowa, going to uh, Iowa games and saying, I want you to watch Caitlin Clark's commitment to her craft. 
I want you to watch her offseason because I was watching her training videos. And I want you to watch what a complete basketball player, a baller looks like. And Jay Williams, in typical Dukey fashion, has to be the smartest guy in the room. And you know what, dude? You just lied last night with that whole thing. I'm talking about goat. No, we just heard it. 404-726-0929. You want to you challenge that? Caitlin Clark has transcended women's sports, period. 404-726-0929. I've got friends at Duke. I root for Duke basketball. I like Danny Ferry. But man, you Dukies, you are something else. Steak and Drew, Sports Radio 92.9 The Game.